last year, I brought my friend to my meditation center. She was um, kind of confused and somehow somewhat looking for something to make her feel better because she was at a stage of her life where she needed some guidance and some relief and solace from the circumstances that had built up in her life that had led her to book a trip to Thailand because she, as she told me, she was barely able to keep her head above water. She felt like she was drowning. Those are her words. And serendipitously we met and we've talked about a lot of things and one thing led to another. And one night I brought her to the meditation center. The meditation center is also a temple, a monastery in Chiang Mai, Thailand, right? So the meditation center is some thing that you need to book in advance to stay there. However, if you feel the need to visit, to go to the temple, even talk to some monks, you can do so all the time. Obviously, during the day is better. But I happen to have a friend there who is a monk who took care of me when I was staying in the meditation center 12 years ago, 12, 13 years ago. And I was like, let's go there. It's a beautiful place. It's quiet. I can teach you meditation, etc., etc. And when we reached the meditation center, we were lucky enough that my friend, the monk, was there. And uh, for those of you who have watched my previous videos, you know that this particular monk is very eccentric and funny. And you add the broken English to this character, it even becomes more original and more unique. And that's what I really appreciate and love about this particular monk. And the, the, the beauty of him not being able to speak English properly is that he's very limited in his English vocabulary, but when it comes to meditation and um, even life to a certain extent, less is more. So with his broken English, he would always go straight to the point and use not even sentences, phrases, groups of words that he would put it would mix and match together from what he had learned and from his experience of meditation. And it would be very straightforward, very concise and very precise to the point, which made it so much easier for me and all the, all the countless people he has taught over the years. And those group of words, those phrases, almost became catchphrases, like slogans in, and mottos in my life, in my personal life, because I use this all the time, because they're very simple and they're very deep and very profound. Don't be fooled by the shortness of phrases and the limitation in vocabulary, because sometimes you don't need much, you don't need that many words to express something that you can apply to your life and meditation, meditation and life, whatever the case may be. So we were sitting with him, all three of us, me, my friend, and the monk, and he was explaining meditation to her. 
And here is what I want to share with you guys from what he told her, I mean, he told us. Because I'm very used to spending time with this friend this month. However, this was the first time that he said those words that, that I'm about to share with you guys. And this is the quick tip for this video and a good concept and a good mindset that you have in meditation that you need to have in meditation to understand and to apply it without being too confused and too overwhelmed by the beginnings of your meditational journey, so to speak. And he paused for a while after she asked a few questions about meditation. And he said that meditation is as simple, I'm paraphrasing obviously, he said that meditation was as simple as catching and releasing. So let me explain. When you meditate, meditate, for those of you who have watched some of my other videos, you would understand that meditation is not about control. It's about awareness, consciousness, noting, mental noting, and being detached, being observant of what is happening in the mind. Being observer of a um, kind observer, a detached kind observer of what is happening in the mind. Obviously, you have an object of meditation, which is the breathing in, the breathing out, the rising and falling in the belly, the loving and kindness meditation, the transcendental meditation. All of those are objects of meditation. But when it comes more specifically to the vipassana meditation and the inside meditation, you would usually follow the breath, which is through the nose point or to the stomach point. I learned about meditation to the stomach point, which is still a breathing exercise, which is rising, falling, rising, falling. You can use the tip of the nose if you choose so. I was taught the way to do it with the stomach, and I feel it more comfortable. You just follow the breath to the stomach, to the rising and falling of the stomach, right? So that's your mental object of meditation. That's what you would observe throughout the meditation session when you are sitting with your eyes closed. However, when you meditate, especially at the beginning, you won't have a meditation practice that is uh, unperturbed and undisturbed by nuisance of the mind, which can be anything from thoughts, desire, itchiness, hunger, anger, frustrations, restlessness, etc., etc., right? And your sole purpose when you meditate is to observe what is happening. And yes, you can be overwhelmed at the beginning because a lot of us, when we think about meditation, especially beginners in the West, we think that meditation is clearing our mind as if we had the control and the direct control over our mind and being able to say, shut up and shut up. It's not so easy to shut the noises. By shutting the noises, we always think that we use our willpower to shut down the noises, but it doesn't work that way in meditation because that would be coercing coercing the mind and cajoling the mind, forcing the mind into doing what we want the mind to do. When in reality, we have to cooperate with the mind, accept what is happening, and through this acceptance, this acknowledgement, this awareness of what is happening, this mental noting of what is happening, things slowly fade away and give way to more clarity, more peacefulness, more mental absorption, I'll get to this in another video, 
more depth, more wisdom, more equanimity. That's also something I will tweak in another video. And obviously, more emptiness, which means, which simply means that your mind is empty of thoughts, anger, five senses, etc., etc. And it gives way to the clarity of the mind and the peacefulness. And that's when you can have the experience of bliss, of wisdom, and things of that nature. And all you need to do when it comes to meditation is catch and release. So whatever happens in your mind, you will close your eyes and you will follow the breath through the nose or through the stomach, whatever you choose to do. The rest is for you to note. So you'll be rising, falling, rising, falling, and all of a sudden you have a thought. You don't need to judge this thought. You don't need to be attached to this thought. You just catch it. And by catch, we mean note. So if you have a thought, you just say to yourself, thinking, 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 once or twice or three times, whatever the case may be, whatever you choose to do, whatever feels comfortable for you, and you just go back to the rising and falling of your stomach. Now, you see visions in your, in your mind, with your mind's eyes. Maybe you see scenes from a movie, maybe you see scenes from your past, or whatever the case might be. What do you do? Just acknowledge. Sing, sing, sing. Then you go back to the rising and falling. Itchiness. Well, I have to say, that might be an exception. When it comes to itchiness, for those of you who have meditated in Southeast Asia, especially in Thailand, you know those fucking mosquitoes, once they bite you, not only it's itchy at the beginning, three days later it can be even worse. So I understand, it doesn't mean meditation is not strict. If you scratch, if you have a, a mosquito bite, it's all good. It's all good. That's, that's hard and maybe with time you will be able to let it go. Yes, you can. You can As soon as you start doing this catching and releasing more and more often, you will see that everything is transient, everything is short-lived, everything is ephemeral. So you won't get too caught up in whatever sensations, whatever thoughts you are feeling because you will be able to release in a more effortless way than you were able to do prior to practicing meditation, especially at the beginning, right? So don't you worry about this. If you want to scratch, scratch. You know, if you want to try and let it go, yeah, try to. You'll get better and you'll be able to do it at length and all the time each time you meditate. But I digress. So when it comes to catching and releasing, you just mental note and you catch whatever happens in your mind, you just catch it and release it. You never catch it and keep it. Because once you catch it, if you mental note, you have a mental note about, for example, one of your thought, but instead of releasing it, which, which means pretty much going back to the rising and falling of your stomach, you will get caught up in this thought, and this thought will lead to another thought, another thought, another thought, another thought. And especially if those thoughts are negative, you will get an emotion that is negative, and you will be ever overwhelmed, and you will go through restlessness, emotion, this vicious cycle, and you'll be overwhelmed, and that's when the restlessness takes over your mind. So that's why you always want to catch and release, and especially at the beginning. So if you have a thought, it's important to catch it at the beginning, so, and release it, sorry. So it won't overwhelm you and it won't lead you to any kind of restlessness. Of course, you won't be perfect, especially at the beginning. Generally speaking, you will have times of restlessness. You will have the monkey, the monkey 
The monkey mind, they call it. The monkey that just jumps from one branches to another. That's what we call the monkey mind in Buddhism and in meditation, more, more specifically. So don't be worried about this. It is completely normal, especially at the beginning. You won't be able to catch and release everything at the beginning. It doesn't matter. The more important thing for you guys to understand is to catch as much as you possibly can. Of course, it's not... It's not the pressure to catch, just mental note, whatever you can note, and go back, you know. If you miss, it's not a problem. Just note as much as you possibly can. Even if, if you meditate for 15 minutes and you manage to catch one thought and release it, or one sensation and release it, one time, whatever you caught and released, it's okay. That's meditation. Meditation is not for you to succeed or to fail. You cannot fail in meditation. You just catch and release and you will get better and better. It doesn't matter that for six months, every time you meditate, you're restless. As long as you just mental note what is happening. And obviously I'm exaggerating to make a point. You won't, by, by virtue of catching and releasing, you won't have six months of everyday meditating and being restless. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. It's very, very hard. You would have to do something completely wrong to have this kind of situation. No, no, meditation is like anything in life. It's constantly changing. So you have moments of peace, you will have moments of restlessness or things of that nature. And anything in between those two things, restlessness and clarity, peace of mind. The thing is, at the beginning, you kind of become overwhelmed and kind of get attached, still get attached to those mental unwholesome formations. However, with time, you will still have those unwholesome negative emotions that try to trigger you and try to knock out the door on the door of your mind. However, you will be able to catch and release therefore detach much easily and go back to nothing so they won't have that much power over you and it will be very hard to let yourself be overwhelmed by those negative unwholesome emotions that will generally drain you out of your energy so don't you worry it's i don't like to use this word but it is progressive progressive and you will get better better over time but just enjoy the present moment enjoy the process trust the process the most important thing is just for you to mental note and stay in the present moment. And obviously, what I'm seeing is just talking. It will not be so glamorous and so straightforward when you do it. It is just important for you to remind yourself that all you need to do is catch and release. Thank you so much for listening. Please share, like, and subscribe. I know some of you are going to watch this on YouTube. Some of you are going to hear this on a podcast, whatever the case might be. I appreciate the um, support. Thank you so much. It helps my channel, my podcast grow, uh, my Instagram grow, whatever. I'm going to post this everywhere, anywhere where you can, when, you, when I'm able to post. Uh, if you're on YouTube, my information is in the description box below. Please make sure to check if you need anything more. If you have any question, DM me, send me an email, leave it in the comment box below, whatever you feel like doing. Thank you so much and I'll see you very soon.